Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerell, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And today we have Linda Yell Schiller here. And welcome to High Road to Humanity, Linda. Thank you very much. Good to be here. It's nice to have you here. You guys, she's written this book, PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dream Work. And I think this is really cool. And this is what the book looks like. You guys are watching me on Binge TV today. So before I bring her on, I want to give you guys a little idea, a little background here. So sit back and relax, and I'll read her bio to you guys. So Linda Yale Schiller um, is a mind, body, and spiritual psychotherapist. She's a consultant, an author, and an international teacher. She facilitates group uh, dream circles. I think that's cool. Provides individual, group, and corporate consultations and trains professionals on working with dreams. Now, she's designed several innovative methods for dream work. And Linda is trained in numerous mind-body methods, such as EMDR, EFT, energy, psychology, uh, Enneagram, and integrated trauma treatment. So we're going to have to ask her about all this today. In addition to her professional work with dreams, she's been involved with her own dream sharing group for more than 30 years, you guys. And her website is ptsdreams.com. Now, Linda, I'm curious, I guess my first question is, if you'll tell the audience, how did you get into dreams and then realizing that they could help people who had PTSD? Mm, Sure, good question. So I got into dreams per se, more in my young adult life. But even as a kid, a young and a teen, I was always interested in Uh, alternative spiritualities and uncanny ways of knowing and ways of connecting with the world in sort of nonlinear fashion. So that was always a fascination of mine from very early on. And then when I was in my, in my twenties, after I graduated college, I went and I lived in Israel for five years. And when I came back, (laughs) that's cool in itself. I mean, you had to really get into the religious thing when you were there, right? It was it was somewhat religious, but also it was a lot of just sort of connecting with the land and the people. And I did my graduate work over there. Wow, um, how fortunate! Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was just a a wonderful wonderful experience. And I, you know, I don't know if you speak another language or not, but that was I I now am fluent in both English and Hebrew, and wow. it was really interesting. And one of the hallmarks of being of knowing if you're really fluent in the language is if you dream in another language. Oh, wow. Okay. That's it. It was really cool. At some point after I'd been there a few years, all of a sudden I realized, oh my God, I'm dreaming in Hebrew. And it was really, it was really a cool thing. And now every once in a blue moon, even though I've been back for 40 years in America, every once in a while I'll still have a dream and with the part of it, or maybe even the whole thing in Hebrew. And then I always know there's a message there to pay attention to if that happens. That's interesting. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. But just to follow up on your question, then I came back to the Boston area and finished my graduate work. And um, a friend of mine from my dance community moved up from New York City to the Boston area. And she said, I'm really tired of the big city. Nothing about New York, you know, is working for me now, except I really miss my dream circle. So she said, I'm going to start a dream circle here in Boston. And will you be in my dream circle with me? And I said, yes. And then my next thing I said was, "Uh, what's a dream circle? (laughs) So I knew like in my soul that the answer to that question was yes, even though I wasn't quite sure what I was signing up for at the time. So I I had this sort of sense, this premonition, if you will, of this is something that I need to say yes to and it's going to be an important part of my life. So um, then the rest is history. So in short, a dream circle is when you get together with other people for the express purpose of working on your dreams together and helping each other understand what they are. And we've been meeting in various combinations for, you know, 35 going on 40 years. Um, How many people? 
How many people can we, I We were our four. There are four of us. And okay. we've tried, we tried more for a while. And because we, in the beginning, before COVID, we would always get together and have a meal first and bring food and go to different houses. Oh, fun. And it didn't seem to work with more people. But in my professional groups that I facilitate, depending on the purpose of the group and how long it's going, I have one group that's, I close it at six because it's just, it's that type of a group. People are very intimate and they've been, we've been together for a long time. And then when I'm teaching larger groups, you know, I can do a dream circle with as many people as want to show up, but then I have to structure it in a different way to make sure people feel heard. Right. Well, as you're speaking, I'm thinking to myself that this would be interesting because anytime I've ever told anybody else my dreams, then they always have a different perspective on it, which is interesting. What are the wonderful things about, there are many wonderful things about dreams, but a couple wonderful things are that all of our dreams have multiple layers of, of meaning that are simultaneously true. Mm-hmm. So it's not only that it means X or Y, it can mean both X and Y and Z all at the same time. And that's one of the things that I, I talk about in the book is the sort of layered approach. And the other thing that's wonderful is that we can resonate with other people's dreams. And that's why dream circles and working with, with one or more people is so powerful. Okay. We can get our own insights and hits and association on other people's dreams, even yeah. if they're not our own. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I could see that. Now, the purpose of the book, you said, is to help people heal from nightmares. Right. Yes. You know, I've had a few over the years, but I'm not, I don't watch many scary movies. I'm an empath. So I can't really watch them because I will dream mm-hmm. about them. Because, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, how do you, you say, here's the good news. We're not meant to stay wounded. We're designed to heal. So how do you, you know, if somebody comes to you, do they come to you and say, hey, I'm having a nightmare and it's reoccurring. And then you guys try to get to the point of what's causing it um, down to the nitty gritty or, or what do you do? Well, nightmares can be sourced by many, many things. Right. And I, like you, I'm, I'm an empath and I don't ever watch scary movies because I frankly don't want to be scared, you know, on my free time. I, yeah, if I want to be scared, all I have to do is like turn on the news. Really? (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. Which, which I don't even watch. I do read the paper and I stay abreast of, you know, what's going on, but I don't want to see the images in front of my eyes um, because it'll go in too, too far. So some nightmares can be caused by watching scary movies or indigestion. You ate that, you know, bad oyster or something and you have a tummy ache um, that can be caused by hormonal changes in our bodies. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stop you there. I yeah. read in your book. So and I didn't, can you elaborate just a little bit on that? How can hormonal changes in our bodies, you know, make us have, or have us have nightmares? In our, you know, how does that happen? Well, if we think about the neurobiology and the neurochemistry of our bodies and our brains, okay. we have a variety of different neurotransmitters and, and amino acids in our system. Sure. And when we are in a state of calm, peaceful um, life, we have pretty good high levels of serotonin and dopamine, which are the neurotransmitters of um, feeling can re- rested and relaxed and safe. Those are, those are the neurotransmitters that our, our body minds are making. Okay. When we're feeling agitated, scared, worried, our bodies kick in and autonomically we go into that fight, flight, freeze response in order to stay safe. And at the same time, our bodies make different neurochemicals. So we're making adrenaline and we're making cortisol. Those are two of the primary stress hormones. And in particular, cortisol, if we have high levels of cortisol, we're going to feel terrified, even if there's nothing going on in our external environment to um, indicate that we should be afraid. Now, I have a question. I have low cortisol, but I think it's because I'm psychic. Okay. Is that right for low people with low cortisol? Because I don't have 
I have low cortisol, which is weird, I think, because I had a cortisol test. I'm asking, I'm just curious. What does it mean? Why did you have a cortisol test? That's an interesting thing to do. Because, oh, wow. Um, because if I tell you, you'll just go, huh? One of my guests, who's a scientist, picked up that I had low cortisol because I'm so psychic because I have okay. cognizance. And he said, you need to have a cortisol test and have it and check it and see if you need to, you know, if your cortisol is low. And it was. Really interesting. That's you know, what I asked you. Yeah. In this, in, in this, both in this line of work that I'm in and uh -huh. in the sort of mindset of um, believing in nonlinear time, not believing in, I, that the time is not linear. We can travel forwards, backwards, and in the present and in uh, time and space. And, you know, Einstein told us a long time ago about the theory of relativity, and we're now know, learning with quantum physics, that that's really true. So the fact that you're psychic and precognitive is for me like, yeah, I, I of course, why not? Um, it, it doesn't, it makes perfect sense to me, mm -hmm. but it's very interesting, the, the connection with, with cortisol and ways of ascertaining knowledge and information, because we don't know yet how 80% of our brains actually work, but we know there are alternative states of consciousness that we can go in and out of either on purpose or with the help of various substances, whether it's hypnotherapy or a trance state or taking magic mushrooms, uh -huh. or um, various medications. Uh -huh. And when we're going through biological changes, like pregnant women talk all the time about these crazy, crazy dreams that they have because their hormonal system is different than it is when they're not pregnant. Uh -huh. So all of these things would lead me to believe and think that, of course, there would be a way to sort of test, if you will, and find out what are the levels of our various neurotransmitters when we are connecting with reality in various states of consciousness. Yeah, we'll talk more about it uh, when we come back. You guys, I'm here today with Linda Yale Schiller. Her book is PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dream Work. This is Nancy Earle. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and I want to thank all of my listeners for supporting High Road to Humanity. You can listen to High Road to Humanity on TogiNet Internet Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. The show is now streaming on Binge TV Networks. Just search for High Road to Humanity. If you guys are interested in a spiritual reading or coaching, visit my website, nancyyerald.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earle. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Linda Schiller. She's talking about PTS dreams. She's written this really fabulous book. And, you know, Linda, did you just feel like there was a need for this? Did you just see so many people that, you know, had PTSD and you felt like, you know, you could work with them and develop these different, you know, systems? Like you tell people to journal, which I believe in wholeheartedly. There's a lot of exercises in this book. Mm -hmm. Talk about it. So I'm a psychotherapist and I've been trained in trauma treatment. I've been trained in a whole variety of different forms of trauma treatment for years and years and years. I've been practicing them both with sort of traditional psychotherapeutic methods and techniques and newer, more sort of cutting edge current ones, such as EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, as well as a variety of sort of somatic integrated ways of working, somatic and spiritual ways of working, mm -hmm. because my 
philosophy and beliefs is that when we are needing to heal from something, we have to heal at all levels of being. It's not enough to just be cognitive. We have to heal at the body and the soul level as well. Okay. So that's an orientation that I've had for years and years and years and have been working with. And three-ish years ago, I wrote my first dream book called Modern Dreamwork, New okay. Tools for Decoding Your Soul's Wisdom. And it came out in um, 2019 and I was delighted with it. And I knew I had another book to write that had more specifically to do with trauma and nightmares and dreams, but I wasn't actually planning to write it quite so soon because it was just two and a half years ago, but then the pandemic hit. All right. And the world as we knew it kind of shut down. And in addition to the pandemic of COVID, we have a variety of other global catastrophes um, going on. So we're all kind of living in a state of heightened um, alertness and and we're all in a way going through world trauma in various ways that other people in, in other times and places and other times in our lives, you know, didn't experience in quite the same way. And what makes it different now, even then, I mean, historically there's been floods and there's been wars and there's been earthquakes and there's been all kinds of man-made and non-man-made disasters. But the difference is we haven't known about it as it's happening all over the world <laughs> in the way we do now with Zoom and with social media. Right. So we're all a little bit shell-shocked to use the original phrase for for PTSD. And it just kind of came to me, don't wait, do it now. So I kind of had a calling, if you will, um, Mm -hmm. somewhere around, you know, half a year into the pandemic or a few months into the pandemic. Some people were talking about their wonderful, um, you know, bread making, which is fantastic. And people were making quilts and all sorts of wonderful things they'd never done before during the pandemic. But my pandemic project was to write another book. So I just sort of knocked that thing out. Um, so I was really called to do it. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so it came out faster than I had expected that it would. I think it's fantastic. Well, I think, like you said, it's needed. Right now, you know, um, the pandemic and all the things that are happening in the world, they affect people in different ways. Um, But, you know, I just keep seeing the killings that I don't want to get into a negative uh, conversation. But I just saw this morning that Nancy Pelosi's uh, husband was uh, beaten with a hammer. He somebody, an intruder came into the house and beat this man, you know. It, it's just shocking. It's like every day. And, and like you say, I don't really watch. I watch a little bit of news because I need to know what's going on. You need to be informed. You can't watch too much of it because it's so negative. Yep. And, you know, I actually do uh, news with Nancy on Sunday, sometimes on YouTube. Be- and it's all nice news. It's not oh, good. Yeah. And it's really difficult, I will tell you, to even find nice news. But people, my point is people need that positive right now. They need the positive, you know, reinforcement. You know, I want to get back to to the dreams. I have a question for you. Um, You know, this is what I think. And I just want to know your feeling. You know, if I have something traumatic going on in my life, I always feel like I'm working it out in my dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's absolutely true. So we, we were talking before about what are potential causes of nightmares. So those were the non-trauma causes of nightmares that we talked about before. But the worst nightmares, the scariest nightmares, the repetitive nightmares, the ones that haunt you in your day, as well as your night, are the ones that are probably connected with some sort of traumatic or disturbing events, either in your personal life or in your family life or in the larger world. Mm-hmm. And dreams are a wonderful way to sort of rinse out the, you know, the muck of, of the day or the week before. And if our system is working optimally and we're able to metabolize the things that have happened to us we kind of rinse it out we kind of clear out that that residue of the icky negative stuff on our own through our nightmares and dreams when we keep 
having them, however, or when we get stuck or when our upset level connected to our dreams, our emotional resonance with the dreams is really too high to, to manage well, that's when it's a good idea to talk with other people, whether it's friends, colleagues, partners, or, or professionals to, to get some more resources and sorting it through. Okay. And I, I want to rewind again. We talked about journaling. I journal every day. Mm, mm. And it really, really helps. I, well, I journal to God every day. I just, dear God, you know, that's how I connect with God every day. But I tell everybody to write stuff down. And I started doing this when I went through my divorce a couple of years ago because I needed to get it out and on paper. And then I started having dreams. I would dream, but it would always be a different person. And it took a long time to work. Like I'd say, oh, I'm okay. And then I dream something really, you know, bizarre. Because I think even though a lot of times my point is we think we're okay, but then we go to bed at night and it's still in our subconscious. Right. That's you know, right. and you're like, wait a minute. I thought I had that work through and then it comes up. I thought I was done with that. Right. And that's yeah. what, so talk about that a minute, will you? Well, we all heal from whatever sort of the slings and arrows that life throws at us in different ways and at different speeds and in different paces. Okay. And when we've had loss, and trauma in our life, there's a grieving process to get through the loss and the trauma. There's a way of needing to find our footing again in a safe place in our life, depending on the type of trauma that you had, to feel not only am I in a safe place in my outside world, but to get back to that equilibrium in our inside world as well can, can take longer. Um, and then we know with loss too, and there are many, many different kinds of loss, um, but that's a whole process. And in our Western world, we don't do a very good job as a general rule, recognizing the time it takes and giving people the space they need to really move through big losses. Um, you know, we like to say, you know, aren't you over it yet? Or, you know, yeah. on, or let's not talk about that. And it's like, well, no, a, a big loss. And, and it used to be right. The prevailing wisdom was, you know, it's about a year and then the year anniversary, that's it. Get up, dust yourself off. You're done. But we know that's not true. No, no, that's not true. no it's not. I like yeah. to say in the book, um, healing the path. Well, actually, uh, Dr. Eduardo Duran, he's a native, um, he says, healing the past and the future in the present, making amends. And I thought that was interesting because we're all trying to live in the present moment. And I caught that from your book. I thought was that was interesting. And you also talk about Joseph in Genesis in the Bible. Yeah. Talk about that a minute. Share that with the audience because he was a dreamer. Oh, my goodness. Well, the Judeo-Christian Bible and all the three Abrahamic faiths, actually, who have the same you know, backstory, if you will, um, of the first five books of Moses and the, then the Apocrypha and the, and the additional books, um, full of dreamers, full of dreamers. And one of the best ways to connect with the divine and ascertain what should I do next in my life or what's the right course for me from day one, pretty much in Genesis, has been through dreams and visions. Yeah. For a variety of different um, prophets in, the, in uh, our antiquity. And what's uh, I loved discovering this, that the word in Hebrew, halom, which means dream, is the same word for vision. Oh, that's Isn't it cool. Yeah. Isn't it cool? So yeah. when you were reading in the Bible about Joseph or Moses, or Ezekiel, or Daniel, or whoever, and we read the word dream or vision, if we look at the Hebrew, it's going to be the same word, chalom. And then we're going to ascertain, are they awake or asleep when they're having this chalom, depending on the context of the rest of the story. That's really, really interesting. Yeah, we got to get back to the Bible. We got to get back to basics, huh? You know, because that's that's kind of how we all started out. All right, you guys, I'm going to take a break here. We're doing the podcast 
as well today, you guys. And if you want to listen to the podcast, it's on TogiNet Radio. That's who produces it. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. You can find us on iHeartRadio under High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Linda Yale-Scheller. Her book is PTS Dreams. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hold your head high. The world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Help me, Toginet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at TogiNet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm back here with Linda Schiller, and we're talking about PTS Dreams. This is our new book that's out, and... Um, you know, I'm really glad you wrote this. It's a long book. There was a, you've got a lot of information in here. You really do. Continue talking about Joseph. I'm really into the Bible and the biblical okay. the audiences too. So Joseph was, is probably our most famous dreamer from the Bible. And he, he comes by it naturally, you know, because his dad, Jacob, right, went off when he was running away from, you know, he had a fight with his brother and stole his brother's birthright. So he's like, got to get out of town because my brother's going to be after me. And he ends up on the mountain and he goes to sleep, right? And he puts his head on a pillow and he has a dream. And that's the famous dream of the ladder, right? With the angels coming up and down the ladder and he's dreaming. Um, and that's his way of being connected with the divine above and the divine below. So when we think about as above, so below, Jacob and his ladder is one of the famous uh, signs or symbols of that. So that's Joseph's, you know, dad. <laughs> so he's got a, a lineage here in um, prescience and, and dream and visioning. But um Joseph was kind of cocky as a young boy, and he would have these dreams, right, of the, you know, to tell his brothers, you know, you're all sheaves of wheat, and I'm a sheave of wheat, and you're bowing down to me. And then he said, the sun and the moon and the stars, you know, and I'm the sun, and the rest of you are bowing down to me. And his brothers were none too happy with this, you know, kid who said, you know, I'm going to be ruling over you one day. But he's having these prescient dreams. So, you know, we all know the story. The brothers said, this is not okay. They take him. They were going to kill him, but they don't. They, they sell him. Instead, yeah. they throw him in a pit. He mm-hmm. gets picked up by a trader and taken to Egypt. So right. fast forward, he's hanging out in Egypt doing his thing. And I don't remember why, but he himself, all I know, he ends up in jail. Right. Joseph ends up in jail because Pharaoh's wife, Potiphar, is coming on to him. And then she she accuses him, right, of coming on to her, which is, you know, you don't come on to the wife of the Pharaoh. So he gets thrown in jail. But while he's there, the baker and the and the cupbearer, the baker and the cupbearer are having dreams. 
And Joseph is interpreting their dreams. And he basically interprets the dream saying, you are going to be reprieved and you're going to be forgiven. And you, sorry to tell you, are, are not. And you're going to be executed. Remember? Yeah. And Pharaoh, meanwhile, there's a famine in the land, right? So Pharaoh, he's consulting with all his, his soothsayers and, and mystics, and nobody can seem to help him. Somehow he gets wind of Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. And because Pharaoh's having dreams about the seven lean sheep and the seven fat sheep. Now that I, I, that I didn't remember, but go ahead. Yeah. So Pharaoh's having dreams and he, nobody can tell him what the dream means. And meanwhile, there's a risk of, of, of famine that we know, you know, from the outsider's perspective is the, the foreshadowing, if you will. So he hears about Joseph and, and he finds out that Joseph's predictions of the dreams of his fellow prisoners has come true. So he calls Joseph out of jail and says, so here's my dreams. What can you tell me about them? And Joseph correctly interprets the dreams, meaning there's going to be seven years of plenty and then seven years of lack. So prepare now. So he stockpiles grain in the silos and they survive the famine. Right. Based on Joseph's ability to read the signs of the Pharaoh's dreams. Now, as, as I'm going to stop you and I can't okay. remember this. It's in- a long <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Bible lesson there. <laughs> well, no, you refreshed my memory too. And I, but I remember it all, but um, it was all dreams. None of it was in, in his interpretation. It wasn't his psychic abilities. So when he interpreted the other guy's dreams, this is my question. You see where I'm going with this? When he interpreted their dreams, was that his, I'm thinking that was his psychic abilities, is his interpretation. Do you see what I'm? Here's an interesting question that we don't really have an answer for, I think. What's the difference? Well, that's what, that's my point. Because if he was, because I'm, as you're telling this, you know, I'm thinking, okay, so he's sitting there and he's listening to the dreams. So he's connecting like you and I do yeah. to the divine. And that's where he's getting his information because it doesn't come from us. It comes from another source. Well, there are several ways, I think, to um, think about it and to understand it. And that, of course, is absolutely one of them. In, in my opinion, for me, it, it's a both and, not an either or. So Joseph is listening to the dreams, the baker and the cupbearer and Pharaoh. They're telling him, here's what I dreamt. What do you think it means? So Joseph is also listening to the manifest content of the dream itself. He's listening to and paying attention to the story that the dream is telling. And he's listening with his ears and with his mind. Right. He's also listening with his inner ear and That's with his thing. Yeah, you got it. You got it. It was a whole combo. That's what I think. I think too. <laughs> little analysis there on that. <laughs> well, let me let's back up a little bit. And you know, this is a tough subject. You know, I make light of uh, nightmares and stuff, but this is really hard for people. Yeah. You know, when you don't get a good night's sleep, it can ruin your whole you know, everything, because we need sleep. You know, um, I know that you've come up with a method. It's called the Gaia method. I love this. Uh, you can talk. We got about six minutes before we go. Okay. to, But you call it the guided active imagination approach. And um, it just so happened it spelled out Gaia, which I think is so appropriate. And it wasn't by coincidence. It was on purpose. <laughs> Oh, was it on purpose? Okay. Yeah. You want to talk about it a little bit? Sure. So as I had mentioned before, I'd been doing, you know, trauma treatment and dream work for a long time. And the the pieces were coming together in my mind. So I've been working with people with nightmares. And when people have nightmares, they're often based in traumatic events. When we are working with someone with trauma, we have to go slowly and carefully to address the traumatic events to avoid re-triggering and to avoid what's called abreaction, sort of like getting traumatized from the conversation. Right. So there's a a phrase in um, IFS, which is internal family systems, a form of a therapeutic modality that says we can only go as fast as the slowest part of us can keep up. Okay. 
not nice. So we don't want to go faster than our child parts or our scared parts can keep up. So in thinking about that, I devised the system called the Gaia method that stands on sort of two, two legs of, of work. And one leg is on Jungian's, on the Jungian style of active imagination. It's a style of working with dreams where we go back into the dream in our waking life and rework it and re-talk and talk to the characters and turn right instead of left and create a different ending and do all sorts of active waking work with the dream. So that's one leg of, of, the, of the... Okay, now let me ask you this, because as I was reading this, it reminds me of past life regression lady. I had the past life lady on my show. And what she does with people, she takes them back with a regression very similar to what you're talking about, and she changes the event. Sim okay. Just like what you're talking about. You're talking about whatever they're dreaming about, if I'm correct, you change it to more on a positive. You, can you change it to a positive instead of a negative so that when they dream, it changes the outcome? Is that right? So here's, there's a connection, and here's the difference. I'm not changing somebody else's dream. Right. They are. Um, helping to them to be guided to make the adjustments that work for them to have a better outcome. Let me give you the other leg first and then come back and put the two pieces together. Okay. Okay. So the, the guided, the active imagination is the Jungian dream work leg. And the other leg of the method is what we call best practice trauma treatment. And this is based on the EMDR protocols and other forms of um, body, mind, and energy psychology. We start out before anything else in creating safe space. Right. So we the, in the Gaia method, I ask people before we directly talk about the scary things in your nightmares and dreams, let's make sure that you're safe, protected, and grounded in whatever means you need to be. And then with your resources, we'll go look at the terrifying vampires and monsters and see what needs to happen. Sure. So this can be bringing in the light, can be surrounding yourself with divine light, a, a bubble of light. It can be bringing in friends, relatives, angels, departed relatives, your pets alive or on the other side of the rainbow bridge. You'll be bringing sacred objects or, or practical objects with you. One of my young women, um, we were doing this, this dream work. And I, she said, before going into the dream, I said, what do you need to be safe and feel safe and protected? And among other things, she said, I'm going to bring my cell phone. Oh my gosh. That brilliant. She said, because this way it, I, I, I'll be connected. I can call someone so I won't be alone. And my cell phone has a flashlight because it's dark in that dream. So I can put the flashlight on too, if I want. That is and I said, brilliant. All right. And then she had one more thing to add. She said, and you know what? Just to be on the safe side, I'm bringing a battery pack. So I won't run out of juice. <laughs> That's really awesome. She thought it was terrific. <laughs> okay, so we're doing the podcast today too. So we're going to go to a quick break. I'm here today with Linda Yelscheller. Her book is PTS Dreams. This is Nancy Yeralt. This is High Road to Humanity. And we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up 
the universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yearout, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm back here with Linda Schiller. We're talking about PTS dreams. She's written this awesome book. I was going to ask her something on the break, but I decided to ask her on the show. So I don't always remember my dreams unless it's a bad dream. And then I remember the bad dreams, unfortunately. Or if I dream about an ex-husband that's dead, that's always kind of like, what? But (laughs) that's happened. But this morning, this is what I'm going to ask you about, because I know this happens to other people. So... I was like kind of awake, but kind of asleep. And I got this message from my grandma and she's like, I want you to look in this book. It's got a red cover and I want you to look at this old book and it's got information you need. And I was like, okay. And I remembered that. Uh And then when I journaled, I wrote it down. Uh I would remember, but it came after I wasn't asleep. I wasn't dreaming. I was like in that in-between state. And that's what I want to ask you about. Because to me, I thought, well, that's really odd that I would remember that because it must be that important. Mm -hmm. So what you're describing is what Jung called the hypnopompic and the hypnagogic zones. They're actually in between states of sleeping and waking. And they're another layer of consciousness. We were talking about different forms of consciousness, like trances and psychedelics and daydreaming. Well, this in-between hypnopompic zone is exactly what you're describing and the images and stories and and connections that come through in that state of being come from the same place, literally in our brains that the dreams, the REM sleep comes from. Yeah. But it was easier to remember. Sure. Because the closer we are to being awake when we have a dream, the better chance there is of remembering it. Yeah, we all dream five to seven times a night with REM cycles. Wait, but we don't remember. Few people remember five to seven dreams a night. We're lucky if we can catch one. But the closer <laughs> you are to being awake, the right. easier it is to remember. And then, of course, with your practice of journaling, that's the best way to really remember your dreams is, you know, write it down when you when you wake up. Yeah, because if you don't write it down, you do forget. Yeah, they're poof. Dreams are like, you know, mist and smoke. They just dissipate if you move too quickly if you haven't written them down. Do you work with children? I do work with children. Yeah. Now that, cause I can remember, you know, a lot of kids have dreams or a lot of kids dream about things. They think there's something under the bed. They think there's something in the closet. You know how that is. The kids are always get a lot of, is that just a normal thing that kids all have that? A lot of kids have that. So there is a developmentally normal stage of life where kids 
tend to have nightmares, not because they're going through trauma necessarily, but developmentally, their their bodies and their brains are are, are running as fast as they can, so to speak, to, to develop up and change. And they're very aware, whether consciously or unconsciously, and, and most kids are aware consciously, that there are bigger people out there who are telling them what to do, right? And they're not in charge of their lives. They don't have like self-efficacy in their lives the way adults do, because they're little people and they don't have control over things. So they feel that in their waking life and they feel that in their sleeping life. So any struggles they might've had in their waking life with having to do something they didn't want to or not being able to do something they wanted to can get translated as there's a monster who's chasing me or someone is preventing me from doing something. It, it just goes okay. through the dream. Okay. That makes total sense. Thank you for yeah. explaining. And we don't want to miss that there are kids who are unfortunately living through difficult and traumatic experiences that may be generating nightmares as well. So if, if you're, you or your listeners have kids who are having nightmares, now, I always say, start with just really good, soothing, comforting parenting, you know, sing them lullabies, tuck them in, give them a little flashlight so they can, you know, shine the, the flashlight under the bed and see nothing is there. Give them a, we, um, what's called a transitional object, which is something concrete to sleep with to keep them safe. Like yeah. When I used to, yeah. When I, when I went away, I'm you know, conferences and stuff when my daughter was little, she would take my nightshirt and, and she'd sleep with my, my nightshirt every night to feel safe. And it was so sweet. My granddaughter was having uh, nightmares. And so my daughter started. So I figured this out when she came to spend the night. So when she says her prayers, she blesses everybody. And then she says, and I dream about clouds and candy. And we start to do all these really cool things, you know, that she's going to dream about. Name yeah. more, you know, cotton candy and this and that and wow. balloons. And, and so though she says all these different things and that kind of helps her. I thought that was interesting. That's brilliant because what you, you and your daughter and your granddaughter are doing as you are helping her to incubate positive dreams. Yeah. This is a wonderful technique among many other things that if you're having nightmares or if you have a dilemma, not, to, not even go to nightmares, but just if you have a question, an issue or dilemma you want answers to, you can ask your dreaming self before you go to sleep right. for responses, for answers to the, the questions you have. Mm -hmm. And if you're having nightmares, you can ask for safety, protection or positive images to come through in the night. So how brilliant that she says, I'm going to dream about clouds and rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's the last thing she's thinking of before going to sleep, there's a much higher likelihood that she'll dream about clouds and rainbows. Yeah, it's a last conscious thought. Yeah, I think it's worked. I actually, my daughter, she was having nightmares and that's, you know, she was waking up, you know how kids do and they get in the bed with the mom and dad and a whole bit. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what happened. How, now the book came out when? How has it been received? Give me a oh, little. I'm, thank you. Well, it's sometimes hard for me to believe it just came out at the beginning of September. So it's been not even two months, wow. but I was, I've been doing, you know, meetings and interviews and stuff for, you know, since the spring. So it feels like it's been longer. And, and I have to say, I'm, I'm just so delighted that just the pre-sale even before it came out was, was really, really good. Um, wow. And T and so I think it's doing quite well. And, I and I'll tell you my favorite thing that happened so far okay. is I'm on a Facebook page for my um, dream organization, IASD, the International Association for the Study of Dreams. Okay. And and the Facebook page is that? What's the Facebook? Um, IASD, International Association for the Study of Dreams, is the organization that I'm a member of okay. and I have I, I'll post you too and anytime I might have a podcast I post it up there okay. so somebody who's an aid worker in the Ukraine saw my podcast and bought the book and he wrote and he said I saw your podcast and I want to bring dream work to the refugees that I'm working with in the Ukraine because I think it can really help them heal and resettle and it's like Oh my God, it doesn't get better than that. It's like, thank you for watching it. And I hope it helps. Right. Cause it's reaching the right people. Yeah. 
right people because we don't have to have bad dreams we can we can heal ourselves from this yeah and that's a big deal having difficult you know we don't get through life with no bumps right you right. you have one right now on your forehead <laughs> but we can heal from the bumps right so that's and that's the um message really for the whole book but in particular the whole last chapter which is titled from ptsd to ptsg from post-traumatic stress disorder to post-trauma spiritual growth I love so it. when we do the work and we unpack our dreams and we connect with resources and we bring healing to our own psyche, we then have the option of healing not only ourselves, but to bring healing and a blessing out to the world as well from having done our own healing. And that's really the message um, of the book. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, and that's where we're at. Each person has to heal themselves so we can raise the vibration, right? Yeah. That's kind of where we're at. Lovely book, you guys. PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Work. It's Linda Yale Schiller. It's S-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. If you want to make sure that you can pick this up. You guys, we've got to get out of here today. Linda, thanks for joining me. Oh, you're very welcome, Nancy. I hope you quickly heal from your bump and check it, check out Arnica. <laughs> <laughs> I will. All right, you guys, if you want a psychic reading, go to my website, nancyyearalt.com, and you can book your date and time. We're going to get out of here for today. This is High Road to Humanity. We'll see you next time. Everybody take care and God bless. Please join me next time on the High Road with stories full of love and hope for our future. You can find High Road to Humanity on TogiNet Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now watch the High Road on Binge TV Networks. My channel is High Road to Humanity. Have a blessed week and know by staying on the High Road, you will make it to your destination. For a psychic empath reading, visit my website, nancyyourout.com, to book your date and time with me. I will deliver your messages from the angels and God bless.